Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 6th. It's the day after Labor Day, and it's back to school and back to work for much of the United States, including up on Capitol Hill. The United States Senate returns to the Capitol today after its August recess. That'll be followed by the House of Representatives next week. And they have a big fall to-do list that they need to check through. The problem is it's an election year. As you all know, we are now just nine weeks away from counting the votes on November 8th. So the notion that Congress can get a lot done, and by the way, Congress got a bunch done in the earlier part of this year, it's pretty limited come this fall because everybody wants to be back home and campaigning. The top of the to-do list for both chambers is to, of course, prevent any government shutdown. Congress has until September 30th at midnight to pass a short-term stopgap spending bill. Otherwise, government funding will expire. Now, it will need some Republican support to pass with 60 votes in the Senate. As you know, there are only 50 Democrats currently in the United States Senate. And obviously, a shutdown in an election year is not going to be a good look for either party. So one would imagine they will do their best to try and avoid that. Senate Democrats are also looking to confirm more federal judges and will have a big decision to make on when and how to vote on legislation codifying same-sex marriage into law. This is an outgrowth of the Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe v. Wade and a woman's right to an abortion federally in the United States. You may recall a whole host of protections got called into question and in the aftermath of Dobbs, same-sex marriage being one of them. And so Senate Democrats are thinking through how best to try and get a vote on the books to codify it into law, both to show their support for same-sex marriage, but of course also in this election year to try to put some Republicans, potentially vulnerable Republicans like Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, in a tough bind, give them a politically tricky vote in these few weeks before Election Day. When the House comes back into session next week, we will also see the return of the January 6th House Select Committee and its hearings on the Capitol attack. The panel is expected to release some of its findings before the November midterm election. Listen to what committee member Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin told CBS over the weekend about when to expect that final report. Well, certainly by the end of the year, because, you know, we're like uh, Cinderella at midnight. Uh, our license runs out at the end of the year. Uh, but under House Resolution 503, that's a significant part of our responsibility to report to the American people about how to prevent coups, insurrections, political violence and attacks on our democratic process going forward. You'll also see the Biden administration up on Capitol Hill pushing for supplemental government funding to cover four big issue areas, according to the director of Office of Management and Budget, Shalanda Young, Ukraine aid, COVID-19 dollars, monkeypox assistance, and funding for disaster recovery. Those four buckets are part of a supplemental funding request. As for Joe Biden and his administration's continued effort to tout what it believes are its legislative successes to date, the president gathered his cabinet secretaries for a meeting at the White House today gave themselves a little pat on the back. We're uh, meeting today in an incredibly important time in the country to state the obvious. And uh, over the past 10 months, we've won passage of some, uh, I think, extraordinary parts of our economic agenda. And because passing these historic bills is only the first step 
and delivering to the American people. Uh, but it's just that. It's a first step. A White House official today told CNN that the president was also receiving an update on his administration's response to that Supreme Court ruling in Dobbs overturning Roe versus Wade. As you know, abortion rights have become a central issue in these midterm elections. It really has been an issue that has shifted the overall dynamic in the political environment as we turn the corner into the fall campaign season. Some of the campaign chiefs were out on television this weekend. Listen to Democrat Sean Patrick Maloney. He's a congressman from New York and he chairs the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. He is charged with keeping the majority in Democratic hands in the House of Representatives. He was on Fox News Sunday. We're going to hold the majority in the House because we have a plan to fix the problems our country is facing. Uh, The other side has only a ploy to win back power for themselves and ripping away our constitutional freedom, our reproductive freedom, has awakened millions of voters. And we see that in the astonishing comeback in the special elections in New York and elsewhere. We're on a roll and we're going to win this election. As for his Republican counterpart, Congressman Tom Emmer of Minnesota, he's charged with winning the majority. He batted away a reporter's question about what he'll look to do if indeed Republicans do take the majority. He said, let's not get ahead of ourselves. What about the possibility you're seeking if you guys win the majority. You're seeking to be the House majority whip. Do you expect any challenges there? You got to win an election first, Mike. I'm concentrating on the next 65 days. Once we get done with the election, we once we perform and uh, win a new majority in the House, then we can talk about the future. And clearly, President Biden does not intend on just sitting in the White House and holding cabinet meetings to get his campaign messaging out across the country. In fact, on Labor Day, he hit two battleground states. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And this is the message he is continuing to sell voters this fall. This from his event in Pittsburgh. We have a choice. When we, we, Trump and the MAGA Republicans made their choice. We can choose to build a better America or we can continue down this sliding path of oblivion to where we don't want to go. It is that very notion that perhaps this election season has moved from being what was just a referendum on Biden's handling of his job and the economy with Donald Trump reemerging very much in the daily political news environment. And with things like gas prices coming down and Biden's numbers ticking up a bit, and again, the energy around abortion rights, perhaps this election has shifted into more of a choice election. That obviously would be good news for Democrats, though no outcome of that choice is certain. And unwelcome news for Republicans who much prefer to just make this all about Joe Biden and inflation. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.